Hey guys, welcome to this week's episode of the DIF ABA podcast with me, your host, Dr. Lillian Kerubo, a pediatrician and behavior therapist. Today, we are talking about impulsivity. Impulsivity is the behavior of acting on stimulus without adequate planning. As human beings, even plants and animals, we all get stimuli. Stimuli can be from the five senses, which are sight, smell, touch, hearing. Stimuli can also be from memories or stimuli can also be from our biological needs like hunger or thirst. All those are stimuli. When you get a stimuli, the stimulus go through processing. And part of that processing includes attaching feelings to the stimulus. So for example, if you see an advert of deep fried chicken, there's a feeling that is attached to that sight. It could be a feeling of desire or a feeling of pleasure or a feeling of longing. So once the feeling has been attached to the stimulus and then the mind goes through options of how to satisfy or how to meet that stimulus need. So the options that might come to you once you see the sight of deep fried chicken might be go to a restaurant and buy a piece of deep fried chicken. Another option might be go buy yourself a raw piece of chicken and then go cook it in your house. Another option that might go through your brain might be Go to a friend's house that has cooked some chicken and have some. Another option might be get a chicken from across the road and kill it and cook it for yourself. So there are very many options that go through our minds based on what we know, based on our level of development, based on our our abilities, based on our cultural and our social norms. Once the options have been have been displayed in our minds, we then do a selection of which option is best based on our income, age, development, possibility, and realities. So that is the process from stimulus to action. When a child has impulsivity, that process is messed up and usually it is shortened. It's usually just stimulus and option. And the option that is picked, usually it could be based on conditioning, how this child has been trained, or it could be based on a reward. Maybe if they pick this particular option, it results in the reward, in receiving a reward, or it could be because of avoidance. Maybe they pick that option so that they avoid something negative that they do not want. And that is what we call impulsivity, where a person engages in unplanned and most often risky behaviors. What causes impulsivity? Causes of impulsivity include a young age. Children who are much younger than 7 years old are more impulsive than children who are, let's say, 11 or 12 years because the brain is still developing. A lot of options need to be added to the brain and a lot of patience and a lot of tolerance needs to be gained by the brain of a young child. So young children are often more impulsive than older children. Brain injury or a or a difficulty in the development of the brain and especially specific areas of the brain. If they are affected, they can lead to the behavior of impulsivity in children. One of the areas in the brain is called the amygdala and one of the functions of the amygdala is to actually give us a natural fear response. For example, if you're walking and 
you see a lion coming towards you, there'll be the natural fear that you shall develop. However, if this part of your brain is injured, the amygdala, then you won't have that natural fear response. You will just keep walking towards the lion. In children with ADHD, a part of their brain called the frontal cortex is affected. Therefore, they have a problem processing the stimulus from the step of stimulus to the step of the option. In children in the spectrum, autism spectrum disorder, their brain has a challenge in the area of hypothalamus. And this hypothalamus usually controls stimulations. So children in the spectrum have a challenge with suppressing self-stimulation activities because the hypothalamus is not functioning as it should. So you'll find them steaming or flapping their hands or rocking movements, repetitive movements basically to stimulate themselves. Some medications alter brain functioning and increase the likelihood of the child having impulsive behavior. Medications such as anti-seizure medications or stimulant medications can alter the functioning of the brain and make it more difficult for the child to suppress their impulses. If there is a neurotransmitter imbalance in the brain, there might be impulsivity in the child. Neurotransmitters are chemicals that are used to pass signals and messages from one brain cell to the next. An example is serotonin or noradrenaline. So if these chemicals are imbalanced either because of medication or because of a mood disorder or because of trauma, then this child can have impulsivity. Family relations can also affect how impulsive a child is. When a child is growing up, when they are young, they usually have a lot of impulsive behavior. But over time, because of the response of the parents or the siblings or the punishments they get when they act on those impulses, they learn which impulses to suppress and which impulses to act on. So if this was not done, if this inhibition in the home was not done, then these children become impulsive adults or impulsive older children. There are personality disorders that are also associated with impulsivity. For example, children who have borderline personality disorder or antisocial personality disorder. What are some of the examples of impulsive behaviors that we see in children? Some children are aggressive, both physically and verbally, because this could be an impulse that they simply cannot suppress. Some children elope, especially children in the autism spectrum. They run away or they wander. Anytime they get an escape route, they just run away because it's an impulse to escape and they act on it without suppressing it. Some children overeat. They do not know when to stop eating or they cannot seem to be able to stop themselves from eating. Some children steal and take things that don't belong to them because this, it comes as an impulse. Some children have pervasive behaviors. They may expose themselves indecently. They may walk out of the house naked because they had that impulse and they had a difficulty suppressing that impulse. Some children shriek or scream without any provocation. Some are restless, especially children who have ADHD. They are restless because they get an impulse to move and they have a difficulty suppressing that impulse. Some children get tantrums 
Tantrums could also be a display of impulsive behavior. Some children laugh absurdly when there is no reason to laugh. They just break out into a laugh. And some children destroy property or destroy toys. You give them a toy and they smash it on the ground and step on it and break it into pieces because they have a problem or a challenge in suppressing the impulses that they got. How do we help children who have impulsive behavior? How do we help them to overcome their challenge? One of the ways we can help children to overcome their impulsive behavior is to train them on delayed gratification. For example, if a child always just goes and takes toys without consideration of if it is the right time, who they'll be hurting if they take the toy, was there another activity that was scheduled to be taking place before the toys were taken, then they can be trained. Let them ask for the toys first or let them perform the other tasks that were expected of them before they get the toy. So the toys can be kept at a place where they cannot reach them unless they ask for them. And once they ask for the toys, let them know that they will only get the toy when they have finished the duties that they were supposed to finish, or when they have maybe spoken a word, if you are training this child to speak, or when they point at it, if you're training this child to point or to gesture. The other way we can help children who have impulsive behavior is by training them to stop, think, and act. This is very helpful for children, especially who have ADHD. Anytime they are about to perform any action, they need to stop, think, and act. So for example, if you're the parent of a child with ADHD who always has to take whatever they see on their path or they just have to push somebody when they meet them on their path without any provocation. So you can walk with this child, you can hold their hand and then expose them to the stimulus that usually makes them act out impulsively. For example, if the stimulus is the sight of food, so walk with this child to the kitchen, let them see the food and then ask them what the food makes them feel. Let them express it to you either verbally or through pointing at a communication device. And then ask them, what are the options that you have? You have seen this nice food. This food has made you feel desire or craving. What options do you have? And let him list all the options. Of course, the first one will probably be take the food and eat it. And then go through each option one by one, weighing out the pros and cons and ask them, is it right to take this food? Do you need to ask for permission? Do you need to wait for another time? Is it ready to be eaten? And together, pick the best option for that scenario and at that time. If your child's impulsive behavior is worrying you or is causing them to get into dangerous situations like running across the road or becoming very physically aggressive, that they are becoming a danger to themselves and to others, it is advised that you see a psychiatrist or a psychologist for either medications or more intensive therapies. Until next time, thank you so much for joining me. Please remember to subscribe to this to this podcast anywhere you get your podcast fix. And remember to share this podcast with your friends. Follow me on all socials at Defaba and see you next time. Bye bye.